You're listening to episode 108 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Visit the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. 360 Vegas podcast is brought to you in part by tickets.accessvegas.com. For the best seats in Vegas and at concerts and sporting events around the world, try tickets.accessvegas.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Happy anniversary to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we've had a busy week. My son turned one, and my wife and I had our anniversary, so it's very, very busy. Busy the busy last weekend we had, too. So Yeah, I don't think I, it occurred to me how close Harrison was born to, to your anniversary until I, I saw it on my calendar. Yeah, it was almost one day away, but nice. he decided to hang out in there for a little while longer. <laughs> this is comfy. I, I'm in no rush to leave. It was, it was nice and warm and <laughs> food supply. <laughs> this is easy. I can do this shit all day. This <laughs> <laughs> is no big deal. I've been doing this for nine months. Right. If you guys want me to hang out in here for a while longer, that's cool. I'm comfortable here. I don't know what's out there, so. I hear it sucks. Right. <laughs> And, and he's right. It does. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> want to wish Treasure Island a happy 20th birthday. They opened on October 27th, 1993. And, of course, on that day marks the 20th anniversary of the Dunes implosion as it was part of the grand opening extravaganza at Treasure Island. Fun times. <laughs> Good times. Blowing shit up. <laughs> no arguing with that. All right. How about Random Vegas for this week? Las Vegas has 21 of the country's 100 most profitable nightclubs with seven in the top 10 spots, earning more than $25 million a year. We got that in the RJ. I actually read something the other, the other day, too, that was saying it's almost like nightclubs have now become the premium money generator for properties that you'll notice that shows start later and late, or earlier and earlier. Mm-hmm. So that way, you know, the, the show's all, all done with and they're ready to go to their nightclubs then. So it's, I don't know, it's such an interesting thing to me. I mean, I remember when Palms initially started this whole kind of craze and just the concept of it taking over. I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. Well, you know, and I wonder if some of these numbers are also attributed from some of these places that are not only nightclubs, but they're also day clubs as well. Oh, I didn't think about that. That's a good So where point. some of these places are open just at nighttime, you've got a lot of these places in Vegas that are open all day long. Well, so. and it's really just, I mean, let's be honest, Vegas has always been one giant party. And now you've literally mm-hmm. created a an actual party. Right. You know, right. so, I mean, it, it, it really does make a sense. A number of them, actually. <laughs> a, there are more than one, Brian. It's been reported. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And on to the Vegas Mayor Review of the Week. This week's review is B. Williams' October 8th review of Chris Angel Believe at Luxor. He gave it one out of five chips. Kind of excited about this one. (laughs) Absolutely the worst show I've ever seen. I felt like the joke was on me and that he was mocking the crowd because the show was so unbelievably bad. (laughs) 
We could see the wires and he did not perform anything seamlessly. We walked out early and felt so jilted and stolen from money and time. <laughs> Any positive reviews here should be considered highly suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's like, anyone who doesn't agree with me, I would be weary. All right. <laughs> My opinion concerned. is the only one of value here. <laughs> There's no way this could be good by anybody's gauge. <laughs> um, it's so weird. For some reason, I still have an interest. And I think it's more because it's such a train wreck. Like, I have to see this. Oh. It's it's all how you align it. Uh, you align your expectations. If you go in expecting, like, a comedy show, for example, you might be very pleased. <laughs> I wonder if, if laughing out loud, is, as I'm known to do, and project that laughter <laughs> wouldn't elicit dirty looks from Mr. Angel. <laughs> You have security, two very large gentlemen, <laughs> sir. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to step outside. <laughs> this is not a comedy show, but like, oh my bad. I no. I swear I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a slow week for reviews. I'm not really sure why. I thought with the influx of the downloads that the you know now that the app is free that we'd end up getting a ton more. I don't know. Maybe it's not clear to the to the new folks, but you know, savvy veterans have no excuse. I see you on Twitter. I know you're in Vegas. Get off your asses and entertain me with your reviews. <laughs> Please. All right. <laughs> we, we need the content. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and on to the Twit Pick of the Week. This week's winner comes to us from at Luxor LV in a rather odd way. They were plugging their new Pinterest account, as all properties seem to be doing lately, and promised that by following them, you would get to see rare, never-before-seen pictures of Luxor. And the teaser photo is the one that they shared, and it's our winner. <laughs> it's an aerial photo of Luxor, not long after it was built. Construction on Mandalay Bay hasn't begun, so you still see the Hacienda. It's before the Ziggurat Towers, and something I didn't know that is clear in this photo is that it appears the monorail connecting Luxor and Excalibur is up and running already, but since Mandalay Bay doesn't exist, the station is on the north side of the pyramid instead of in front of the Sphinx like it is today. Now, being so familiar with that landscape, the stark contrast was just absolutely captivating. It's a great pick. I'm so happy they shared it. It's a fine photo, to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be debated, much like Chris Angel's review, Brian. <laughs> Which, if it were good, it would be highly suspicious. Yes. Um, as always, we'll link the photo on, we'll link to it on our blog. We'll put it on our Flickr page. We'll feature it on our Facebook page. Twitter header, as well as the enhanced version of our show. Brian, are you familiar with Pinterest? Yeah, my wife is on it. She's always trying to do Pinterest projects around here. Really? I I, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if... I mean, I don't know much about it. I mean, I got a, I got a vague understanding, but I don't know. It's almost like there's too many social media things. I'm like, oh, another one I got to figure out? God damn it. Yeah, well, I would say that you're probably not going to have to worry about Pinterest too much for Vegas-related things as yeah. much as, well, I mean, they're just starting to break into it now a little bit, I guess, so maybe in, in the coming weeks and months, et cetera, but it's more kind of crafty, I think. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I'm not I'm not really on it that much, so I, I, might, be, I might be lying right to you, but <laughs> yeah, unknowingly, unknowingly. Brian, I downloaded this free app, and it has been a waste. It is not what you <laughs> sold me. <laughs> so, you know. Make of that what you will. <laughs> Proceed with caution. Yes, yes. All right, let's move on to the news. All right, to start off our news segment this week, we've got more tales of the adventures of a sex worker. <laughs> I love you, Las Vegas. <laughs> 
And thank you at Captain X Dave for making sure that we did not miss this story. Now I'm going to quote the first sentence from the Vegas Fox affiliate because it is just priceless. <laughs> A self-described prostitute claimed self-defense when she was arrested after the stabbing death of her pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, you should always have a little pride in what you do. Otherwise, what is the point? <laughs> so. yeah, I, mean, I mean, clearly this person believes in quality, so. That's right. Uh, police arrived at the home of said pimp at 1 a.m. and found him suffering from two stab wounds in the chest. Right in the chest. I'm going to give the hooker the benefit of the doubt and say that she's good at hitting major arteries or organs when she stabs because people wonder how Tupac lived with five shots, although later it was confirmed that brothers are hard to kill on his block. Uh. <laughs> Biggie tried to kick in the door and wave in the 4-4, but <laughs> he was unsuccessful in his first attempt. I would like to say for the record, though, <laughs> if she's not good at stabbing, this is a pussy-ass pimp. <laughs> I'm interested in the story. I, I, as, as per usual, I didn't read, uh, read about it. So. Well, let me entertain you, Brian. I'm excited. Two other people who lived at the apartment told police. <laughs> I could just see. <laughs> I could just see two people sitting on the couch playing Call of Duty, barely acknowledging police questioning or the man bleeding out on the floor, <laughs> except to antagonize him. Like, does that hurt? Does that hurt, bro? It looks like it hurts, man. Because like, you know, when you're playing Call of Duty, you can't really take your your eyes off the screen for more than a couple of seconds. So it's like one of those things where you're just kind of looking over every couple of seconds. Like, you you, you cool, man? <laughs> you you good? <laughs> Because you can't pause it. I mean, hey, oh, Brian, Brian, listen, l let's be honest. Your kill to death ratio would just be totally <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, the two other people that the woman who stabbed the pimp, uh, what? <laughs> I, what are, wait, wait. What? What, what? What is going on here? Did somebody get stabbed, Brian? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Uh, the other people who were in the apartment <laughs> told the police that the woman who stabbed the pimp fled from the home and was hiding nearby. <laughs> I can just imagine some kind of a family guy thing. Like you hear somebody off in the distance like, Oh, you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when the people, or when the people, when the police found the whore and arrested her, uh, she was covered in blood. Now that is just rookie bullshit, Brian. That is rookie. I mean, she may know how to eat a dick, but she is clearly only to be classified as amateur at best in her ability to build a murder defense for herself. Totally agreed. Yeah. In detective interviews, the pay-for-play lady informed the police <laughs> that it was self-defense. She said, quote, he was coming at me. I didn't know what to do, so I stabbed him. Well, I mean, here's your lesson right there. Don't come at her, bro. Is what, <laughs> just, just don't do it. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't know how to handle it, and, you know, she will panic, resulting most likely in open wounds. But then again, pretty much any interaction with this petri dish can result in open wounds, sores, itching and burning sensations, usually while urinating. So, mm, yeah, I mean, right. it's an all-around adventure. With Sometimes this the excretion of unwanted <laughs> fluids. <laughs> like, is it supposed to be that color? I don't know. <laughs> now, surprising no one, the hooker informed police that... <laughs> surprising no one. <laughs> Absolutely no, no. one. No. And I'd be suspect to anybody who says that they are surprised. <laughs> Uh, the hooker informed police that she met her pimp-slash-drug-dealer-slash-boyfriend six years ago, and the relationship was surprisingly abusive. Wow, that's some that's some fortitude to tolerate that for six it, years. It's not common, Brian, oh, <laughs> in, those, no in those relationships. You gotta go harder. That's right. 
<laughs> However, a few weeks ago, she left him and eventually found herself working along Boulder Highway where he found her, which I believe would technically mean she transitioned into being a lot lizard. <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with the jargon. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm only vaguely familiar with it, Brian. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. It's going to take some research for me to get it. <laughs> now, apparently he came across as non-threatening because she agreed to not only come back to the apartment and grab some of her belongings, but to smoke some crack cocaine. Now, Brian, <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I'm not aware of any manner of reconciliation above smoking some crack rock. Now, y- you and I, we haven't fought much in the tenure of our friendship, but... Oh. All has been set right over the smoking of some crack rock. <laughs> it's a common ritual uh, taking place amongst couples, friends, uh, right. you know, even acquaintances sometimes. That's right. Um, yeah, and, and when, when one reconciles uh, differences with another, uh, it's usually best done over smoking some crack. <laughs> right. <laughs> However, apparently bygones could not be left as bygones because after a few drinks, the reunion went sour and the pimp got drunk and violent. He must have been listening to that too short CD again. <laughs> Sensing danger, the Lady of the Night expressed her interest in leaving, which, as one would imagine, was not received very well. <laughs> this is turning into a beautiful narrative. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. This is so good. I'm, I'm so inspired entertained. by it. I'm glad I listened to this show while we're recording it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, she grabbed three knives from the kitchen to defend herself with and warned her former pimp to stay back. However... Her warning couldn't have been regarded seriously because immediately after issuing said threat, she stabbed herself in the hand and broke off the tip. (laughs) What the hell? All right, that's just fucked up. Either that, either that, or she was trying to show what a badass she was. You know, like like maybe she was loco. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm told loco is not good. However, I don't have firsthand experience, so I cannot say definitively. Mm-hmm. But Oh, that's reasonable. Right. So, as one would imagine, considering the physical threat was made by a woman, uh, the pimp did what, you know, really any reasonable man would do and disregarded her as valid and charged her. <laughs> However, <laughs> against all odds, she hit Pater, Brian, and stabbed him right in the chest. Right in the fucking chest. <laughs> right. He collapsed on the floor at which point her roommate suggested that she flee. I knew the fucking friend set her ass up. <laughs> You better. I, I. I think I can. I can hear this playing back in my head. I think it went something like, "You better get the fuck out of here." Right. <laughs> Hide in that bush. I promise I won't tell. <laughs> now, I'll tell them you went that way. Right. <laughs> but you're gonna go the other way. Later at the police station, the whore became distraught when she was informed that the man she stabbed was dead. She began to claim that she still loved him, thus reminding us that the life of a hooker slash drug addict is in fact. Worthless, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) At very best. That's right. (laughs) It's not him that she loved. It was the crack. (laughs) Sage-like words, Brian. (laughs) Sage-like. That was a beautiful story. Thank you. Friends become enemies. Enemies become friends. (laughs) We all learn a little bit about each other. (laughs) We become a little wiser at the end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on to something... uh, Something else, and that is the new signage over at MGM. Yeah, MGM has been working on their marquee for a few weeks now. It's been pretty clear that they're increasing the size of their LED boards underneath the lettering, but there's actually more to it than that. By simply asking MGM, Vegas Shatter got the details. The MGM lettering will now be lit by 27,000 and change new gold LED lights that will intensify the glow. The old HD digital displays will be replaced and increased in size by 70 feet each. And finally, they're going to give it a new coat of green paint. 
The new sign is expected to be completed by the end of November. I imagine this is going to happen in every property now, ever since Cosmopolitan came out with that one. And then you have Aria, Manzi, them, and just the, the whole thing from... <laughs> never gets old. No, it does not. I will make it into the lexicon, Brian. I will do it. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> All right. Well, Vegas has another hangover cure, and this is going to be the topic of our next item for this week. Yeah, Vital Vegas did a piece on three ways that you can cure your hangover. Now, one we've reported on in the past, and I alluded to considering trying well in Vegas this last time, and that's the hangover heaven bus but the problem that i have with that is that the bus is located off strip it's behind the fashion show mall across the street from industrial road but the strip equivalent is located at mgm in their revive wellness spa both pretty much offer the same iv therapy around the same cost starting at like a hundred dollars going up to 200 now of course the clear advantage is that mgm is on the strip and i actually i mean it, it does offer in service as well as on location oh, in, in room service yeah yeah thank you that's right yeah. but to me it just makes me feel so much more comfortable with having a needle stuck in me in vegas when, when it's in a property for some reason that that adds legitimacy to it somehow a, a little bit yeah <laughs> as opposed to going onto a bus because that seems common yeah and they have to park it behind the fashion show mall it's a little, <laughs> it's it's a little weird shady. yeah yeah no, I think I'll probably just uh, tough it out and endure. <laughs> yeah. You're 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 a true man, Brian. Yeah, a man, I, a man amongst you know, men. Nobody likes being hung over, Mark. Um, especially not on the morning of your wedding. But um, <laughs> that's all speculation, Brian. There's no way to confirm that. <laughs> no, I can confirm. I was in fact very hungover on my, my wedding, just but, a few hours before. But your desire or, or your your lack of enjoyment is what it, I think is a question. That son of a bitch bartender, man. <laughs> Demasculated me. Oh, that's so fucked up. We got to tell at least that tiny part of the story. So Brian and I were uh, enjoying a few drinks. Uh, I guess we're doing it right now. Then I, I guess right immediately now. <laughs> but we were enjoying a few drinks, and you know, I, I just I came up with the, the idea. I'm the like, night before my wedding. Yes, yes. And I came up with the idea. I'm like, let's do let's just do shots. We like the plan was not to get hammered. It was just well, to and, and let's to clarify. You said let's do a shot. A shot. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, just one. Patron yeah. silver, top quality. We had the heaviest handed bartender ever. I promise you, they were triple shots and we kind of went into it responsibly going you know what let's let's just you know we'll, we'll do the equivalent of a, of a shot or a shot and a half or whatever and my wife to be at the time was understandably concerned that i would go overboard she was adamant um, that you were not to get drunk <laughs> and we, yeah. we blatantly defied that request yeah so well the we, bartender did anyway yeah yeah we then you know attempted to do our our portion and then leave it there and we just got fucking ridiculed constantly no 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 this is what happened we you you ordered one you yeah. ordered one and everything went fine and then my cousin who was there with us she had my uncle's money and she was like no we need to do another one because he's getting married and she was like, the bartender was like, oh, you're getting married. Well, you need a bigger shot. So in, in what we've affectionately called the sippy cup of Patron, <laughs> um, it was not a shot. No. It was definitely, um, it was a multi-sip event. Yeah. And it, it, go, it could not be swallowed in one. Yeah, it was, yeah. I'm sure one of these days we're going to actually share that entire epic, epic evening, but that will not be now. Yeah, well, just to kind of just to just to allude uh, onto one other detail, I think is important <laughs> to give you an idea of how we ended up. Uh, 
it was now remember I got I got married at Disney World mm-hmm. and we left the bar I was probably like 1.30 because we started talking to other people and actually there was like a DJ there playing hits from the 90s and you really liked that <laughs> um, <laughs> but you particularly liked it I'll be sure but yes. yeah we left around 1 o'clock and by the time we found your room which was probably like I don't know just a few hundred feet away <laughs> uh, it was like 3 in the morning so we'll leave it there. But this this is actually where the Vegas ritual of taking a picture of your room number was born. Oh, I didn't even see. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. That's really good, though. <laughs> I learned from my mistakes. I Brian. really wish you had thought of that then, because <laughs> I was really tired the next morning. <laughs> All right, let's proceed. Right. Um, we do have to share more. We we should you should just like incorporate that old episode of the old podcast in with the mix just so people can hear it. Oh, yeah, I got to find that. It's there somewhere. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, next item up on our list for this week, Lux, the Lux app has been released. Yeah, continuing to shape downtown in his image. However, by proxy in this case, Tony Shea's brother has released a free iPhone app called Lux Deluxe. The app allows you to it's order... Too many X's. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with the amount of X's that you're, you're forcing into my vocabulary. Yeah, I like uh, it. The, <laughs> the app allows you to order and pay for takeout or delivery from over 50 downtown dining establishments at no additional cost. A few notable names are The D Grill, Nacho Daddy, and Hash House Agogo. Some of the restaurants allow delivery to set locations like the Bank of America Lobby and the Smith Center and, of course, Zappos Headquarters. The app has also partnered with Life is Beautiful to help attendees find their way around the downtown eateries. Now, the app isn't available in the Apple App Store. You need to text the word LUX to 702-477-3809. And, of course, you know if you're enjoying the Enhanced Podcast, you can just touch the title. It'll take you right to that, and then you just need to text. Otherwise, we'll have a link on the blog, of course. There is an Android app in the works. This seems like a Locals app to me. Yeah, it does. Um, I have no other comment. <laughs> None need be made, Brian. Let's move I, on. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> not at all. Not one bit. <laughs> Something a little bit more interesting, though, is the My Vegas app, which will be coming soon. And for those of you unaware, MGM Resorts has a fa- who who listens to this show and isn't aware of this, but you we've know, been talking about it for a long time. <laughs> for the four people who aren't aware, uh, MGM Resorts <laughs> has a Facebook app that allows you to earn loyalty points just by playing various slots that can be redeemed for various comps, including rooms, shows, and dining. My now, uncle is up to over eight hundred and fifty thousand gold points now. Nice. Nice. I wouldn't have good. thought can, that he would have gotten can, into my. He can Vegas. waste it on a fucking Bellagio song soon. <laughs> now, currently, the game is only available on Facebook. Probably the number one complaint heard about My Vegas is the lack of a mobile option. Now, Vegas Shadow reported that My Vegas will finally be releasing one this fall or early winter. It's actually a little bit of a resource hog, to be honest with you. For your computer, because it runs and it's a you know it's a flash game. Oh, it is a beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, yeah. That's why there's no mobile option as of yet. It's because it fucking takes up a ton of resources to play it. Yeah, yeah. For a Facebook in Facebook, you know, app like that, it's it's kind of resource dependent. But anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. No, no. Uh, this isn't to be confused with the app that they currently have out called Viva My Vegas, which does little more than keep track of your your balances, unredeemed, valid rewards, and you totally can, different. Yeah, you can scan QR codes on property. It's really kind have been just a giant fail, but the app appears to be fully functioning, allowing you to collect your earned credits and play the various games available. The app is currently in beta in Canada, 
earlier. How did that happen? <laughs> they didn't want people to know about it until they put it in Canada. <laughs> now, early reports are that it's been very glitchy, but that's why it's in beta. Once the app is released, the My Vegas app will be discontinued, or the Viva My Vegas app will be discontinued. Yeah. I don't think anyone's sad about that. No, who gives a shit? <laughs> I didn't even know it existed, frankly. Yeah, well, you're, you're the lucky one. Yeah. Okay, next item up is the act and closing. Wait, I don't even know how to fucking say that. The act is closing. Right. <laughs> it's, <done>. it's over. <laughs> I was trying to think of a little bit different way to say the headline, but it's just done. <laughs> right. The act. There it is. It's done. After fighting their landlord, Las Vegas Sands, in court to keep their venue open, the act nightclub at Palazzo closed last Saturday. No details on why. And surprising, after two court rulings in their favor, not only allowing them to stay open, but forcing Las Vegas Sands to restore advertising for the club around the property, but they still eventually chose to close. Speculation was that they were bought out of their lease or the cost of the continued battles was too great when the club was only pulling in mediocre attendance. Either as a last act of defiance or a bitch fit, the space was half-acidly trashed the last night the club operated. It has been clarified that the owner and normal key executives were not in attendance that night. No fucking shit. That doesn't mean that they didn't encourage it. They were just smart enough to go, uh, we're going to be over here while you guys do the shit over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a result, the staff has been barred from going back into the club to retrieve their personal belongings. Why the fuck would you trash a place and not bring your shit with you when you're done? I would have gotten it all out of there first. Right. Yeah, and then fuck shit up. Perhaps, perhaps it was inspired trashing, Brian. It, it, they, they went for. They went with the moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was an. It was an act of passion. Right. <laughs> it was an act of passion. All right. Next up, the Jubilee refresh, and you've got some details on that. Yeah, Vital Vegas is reporting that Frank Gaston Jr. has been brought in to retool the Jubilee show at Bally's. Frank is a choreographer of music videos and tours for such artists as Michael Jackson, Jennifer Lopez, Usher, and Beyonce. In fact, Beyonce credits Frank with playing an important role in her career and was actually a part of probably her most iconic video, which is The Single Ladies. It's being reported that... Don't care. (laughs) It's being... (laughs) Brian, this is Vegas news. You should at least feign interest. No, that's fine. Somebody gives a shit, so go ahead. (laughs) It's being reported that the core of the show will remain the same. They will still use the same sets and costumes, but Frank will retool the choreography, staging, and music. The new version of the show will be unveiled spring of 2014, and Pulse of Vegas did a really interesting article with the gentleman to see what he's got planned for us. I've never been particularly interested in the show, only because I think those costumes are fucking ridiculous. But... Because I'm such a, a Vegas fan, I, I've always been mildly drawn to like, I gotta see what one of these stupid shows look like. So I'm kinda glad that they're gonna try and clean it up a bit before before it dies, the inevitable death that it will. There you go. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, let's move on to our last story, which is slightly more interesting, and that is the Crave Massive failure. It was a massive failure. It was. See, it's a play on words. Some people think that's clever. <laughs> Playful vocabulary. <laughs> This week, Crave Massive and Drink and Drag were both denied liquor licenses by Clark County. Whoops-a-daisy. One, <laughs> one member of the board said they want nothing to do with owner Kelly Murphy, or they want nothing to do with anything owner Kelly Murphy has his hands in. <laughs> Get it? 
Delightful. <laughs> Later in the week, a judge denied Murphy access to either location to retrieve personal property he says is valued at about half a million dollars. Yeah, right. Lawyers for Neonopolis argue Murphy owes them hundreds of thousands of dollars in back rent. So they're just going to keep all that. Yeah, right. Lawyers for Murphy say that vendors leased him property that Murphy wants you know, they, they obviously want to retrieve and give back to those people. This fucker owes everybody. <laughs> the primary reason the request was denied was improper paperwork filed with the courts. Jesus Christ, this guy does nothing right. <laughs> New ownership is expected to take over at some point. But wow, what a honestly crave massive giant fail. It's almost like they need to just destroy Neonopolis. That thing has been nothing but fail from day one. It's cursed. It is. It's cursed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And why does it always come down to paperwork? Who fucking deals with paperwork anymore? <laughs> in Vegas, of all places. It's all on computer. I mean, <laughs> that's the, uh, I, I, I can't I can't understand it. There was one time we were on a plane, and we were just sitting in the fucking terminal. Like for, wait, oh, I'm sorry. We had boarded the plane. We had mm -hmm. boarded the plane already, and we were just waiting. And they kept making announcements. We'll be departing momentarily, blah, 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 some bullshit. And then a few minutes later, they said, sorry, there was just an issue with the paperwork. And that's just such a fucking line of bullshit. There's no paperwork involved. Well, couldn't it be, you know, digital paperwork, Brian? No, it cannot. No. <laughs> no. To say paperwork, you're implying that there's some tangible, physical paper items involved. In my, in my mind. I say I would have to disagree. I, I, Maybe uh... only in my mind, but <laughs> still. That's how I'm seeing it, so that's how I'm calling it. It has been stated, therefore it is fact. Yeah, to, to, to me at least, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I was pissed off about that, and I'm this, this irritates me as well. Okay. It mildly irritates me enough to say something. <laughs> well, there you go. It's content, Brian. No, <laughs> it's, it. it's me adding something to the show. <laughs> Valuable or not, there it is. All right, let's move on to prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is just an extension of the news segment with bits and pieces of news that we will share with you. Vegas Heater reported that the Carnegie Deli at Mirage has closed for renovations. The restaurant plans to reopen next week, which, well, actually, it was this week. So <laughs> it should be, by this time, it should be open. Yeah. So I'm it's not really notes. news anymore. It, it, Mark's fault. it was, and then this is what happened. We missed the show last week because, you know, once again, there wasn't much. <laughs> you know, honestly, one of the reasons we didn't have the show, do you know the only news item? Wait, that did we, you not do a show last week? No. Uh -uh. I didn't no, fucking I just, know that. I just put it out Well, of course, Brian, because not only do you barely participate in the show, you also don't listen to it. Hey, I've been fucking busy. <laughs> Real busy. I'm just giving you shit. I don't really listen to the show after we release it often anymore. I'm like, I've recorded it. I fucking edited it. Why am I listening no, to this again? I, I was there. I lived there. Right? <laughs> no, but last week, the only item of news that we had was the Lux Deluxe app. The worst fucking story we had this week. <laughs> wow. That's so there you awful. Go. awful. <laughs> Buddy V's Restaurant, brought to you by the guy known from Cake Boss fame, opened a restaurant at Venetian Palazzo last week. You'll find it located in the space formerly occupied by First Food and Bar. Vegas Eater shared the full menu. I don't know if I feel comfortable about going to a restaurant for a guy known for making cakes. Well, apparently his cakes and pastries are really great, but, I mean, he's not a cook. He's a baker, you know? Yeah. So. Perhaps if it was a sweet shop. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it made me want some delicious pastry See? or cake. See? It's all about maybe a, Maybe a nice cannoli. Oh, <laughs> I bet you can make that. Holy cannoli. <laughs> Uh, best of Chris Farley. What? Um, <laughs> Wacky play on words. Yeah. 
video surfaced this week of culinary union strikers verbally insulting people that went into the Cosmopolitan, referring to them as losers, (laughs) (laughs) yet encouraging them to support the workers. Yeah. (laughs) That's perfect. Right. I I imagine rather than physically attack one of these fucking pieces of shit, it's best to just disregard them like the insolent children that they are. They were there while we were in Vegas, but luckily every time we were in the vicinity, they seemed to be setting up. So... (laughs) I wonder if that's a <laughs> that's a telltale sign of the level of quality they put in, in, in their actual work. Yeah. Hence the reason they have no contract. <laughs> <laughs> you have some other flavor text you'd like to add as well, though. Oh. Was that punching this cunt stain would only give them more attention uh, from the press? This is yeah, that's, that's the one. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ultimately what they want. It is, it is what they want, Brian. This month... Garrett's Popcorn and the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood will donate 10% of their sales of the striped pink tin to fight against breast cancer. Save the boobs. <laughs> we should all be behind that. Even the gay oh, guys. I, I absolutely am a proud supporter. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Fat Tuesday Daiquiri Stand just opened their eighth location. Wow, eight locations, really. That's, um, it's too much. Yeah. It's 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 much too much. <laughs> Their eighth location was opened in the Venetian at Palazzo area. Uh, you can find it by Tao, actually. Yep. Starting October twentieth, Lavo will now have brunch Sundays from That's ten. That's tomorrow. That is tomorrow. It is Brian. It's like reading the Golden Ticket. You know when when Charlie and and Grandpa Joe <laughs> read the Golden Ticket, they're like, oh my god, that's fucking tomorrow. It's totally exactly like that, Brian. Clean my shoes and shit. I did not make the correlation until you pointed it out, but it is exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. They have unlimited mimosas, and the price tag's 30 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I have the stupidest, stupidest shit that comes out of my mouth. Um, I like it. Vegas Cheddar reported rumors that Starwood is interested in buying LVH. I think the real story there, Brian, is anyone is interested in buying LVH. (laughs) For some crazy reason. Or or staying at it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Valentine Italian Restaurant at Palazzo is closing November 4th. It will be replaced by DBGB Kitchen and Bar. No word when it will open or what the fuck that is. (laughs) Sounds like another waste of time. Right. Johnny Rockets will... Now, this is a fine eatery. (laughs) I I went to Johnny Rockets once. Ah, The last time I went, actually, was probably a couple few years ago. And I went in and I was like... There was right by a movie theater. So I'm like, you know what? I just want to get a shake. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in, purchase a shake, and I'm going to take it. And I'm just going to polish that bad boy off as we're entering the movie theater. No big deal. So I went in, ordered a shake, and I was getting ready to pay. And I'm like, yeah, a couple few bucks, you know. It's you know, it's just a milkshake, right? Mm. It's like six dollars for a milkshake. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to look like a puss wagon and fucking, <laughs> you know, and and like, no, 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 that's too much. I, I can't afford six dollars. No, of course I can, but I don't want to. You know, I don't. I didn't want to. But was it good at all? It was good, but I don't know if Not it was six dollars good. No. No, it was really, really expensive. Is that, is that a is that a five dollar shake? It's just milk and ice cream? You don't put bourbon like or anything in it? Or something? I mean, it didn't taste like it was made with love. They didn't give a shit about me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Aww. <laughs> Damn it! I hate revisiting these memories. <laughs> Reopening old wounds. Uh, Johnny Rockets will be the newest offering available at Mandalay Bay's food court. No word on exactly when it will be open. <laughs> the, the quad closed the Emperor's <laughs> Buffet Sunday, October 13th to a round of applause. And like, 
It's been long rumored that a Golden Corral or some other commercial buffet would take its place, but nothing has been confirmed. Mm. <laughs> Vegas Eater did an article on the new Nacho Daddy location. <laughs> Play on words. There's a theme. Holy shit. Um, yeah, their new location downtown, and they shared their complete menu. Uh, we will have a link for those of you who are interested. Yep. I'm actually going to look at this while you're reading the next it one. It is I'm actually, curious. it does actually look good. I, I, I was surprised. I wanted to mock it. I mean, because the name is goofy. But The uh, name is really weird, but, you know, nachos are good, damn it. Right. And I'd say they're pretty fucking hard to screw up. I think I think you're going to be, uh, you're going to be encouraged, man. I'm excited. Now, surprising to no one who has watched the snail's pace worth of progress on the project, Container Park will not open at the end of October. Rather than give you another arbitrary speculated time frame, we will just let you know when it opens. That is a shame. <laughs> I know your heart was set on that the train car barber shop. <laughs> uh, room for one. And finally, Vegas Heater reported that Bellagio will not renew their contract with Todd English Olives. The space will get a new name and menu next year, but the staff will remain the same, and the restaurant will not close during the changeover. That'd be interesting. It's like they're breaking ties, but they're not burning the bridge completely, you know? Right, but it's so weird. Like, how are, are you just going to open one day? Like, new menu. It's different. We got a new sign, too. <laughs> it's just overnight. <laughs> get ready. Different, brand, different branding, different, yeah. <laughs> it's all going to taste exactly the same, though. Right. I know the menu, they just change a couple words, so they can't say, so it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's close. Right. <laughs> it's close-ish. That'll do it for news and prop bets. Why don't we move on to playing Vegas? Vegas is a segment of our show where we share with you upcoming performances and entertainment opportunities occurring within the next week of time. On Thursday, NHRA, why am I even reading this one? NHRA Fan Fest is at the Fremont Street Experience. Festivities start at 5 p.m. will include giveaways, autograph sessions with the drivers who gives a fuck, and an NHRA-themed light show. Hey, hey, I like the NHRA, Brian. I like them. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> Always a, a quality response, Brian. <laughs> I am still looking for this Nacho Daddy fucking article. Well, click on the fucking link, fucker. Well, I'm, I did click on the link, but it just took me to their site. What? Yeah, just Vegas.eater.com. You know what? Fuck it. Control F. Go. <laughs> there you go. Friday. Newfound Glory and Alkaline it. Trio are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. The show is going to start at 530. Tickets are 30 bucks. Slayer is performing at the Joiner Hard Rock. Oh. <laughs> I clicked on the link and it just popped up. Got in my way of my script. I, get, uh, I bet it wasn't the Nacho Daddy menu. Oh, was it? Let's see, Brian. Let us see. I found it, though. The logo is bad. They should have ripped off something from like Indiana Jones. Well, I did do a horrible job here. I'm going to have to pledge to fix that. Yeah, you pledge. That is, that is all my fault. I have to make a uh. note. Maybe you should start a you pledge drive for all the up. fucking assistance you'll need. <laughs> <laughs> it's an American grill with Mexican flair, Mark. <laughs> I like to insult myself, Brian, whenever possible. <laughs> I mean, we don't want me to actually start to have any self-esteem. I mean, because things, things are just going to get out of control. 
<laughs> no, no, you definitely don't. All right, back to Friday. Slayer's going to be performing at the joint at Hard Rock. Show's going to start at 7.30. Tickets start at 36 bucks. And the God Complex Psychopath, Kanye West, is performing at the MGM Grand. I don't really know him that well. I just from PR. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know him well. It's not uh, fair for me to call him that. That is just. My I, I know. I guess I know of him more than I know him. Right. I mean, he's on. He's on TV. Right. I mean, the name of the tour is Jesus, and and whether it was intended or not, Brian, it does sound like Jesus. Yeah, it sounds a little like it. Yeah. It may just be a coincidence, but he's performing at the MGM Grand. His show is going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $44. All right. Friday and Saturday, Jay Leno is at the Mirage performing an overpriced show. It starts at 10 p.m. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's not that bad, 84 to $106. But I can watch them for free at home five days a week. Yeah. But why would you? <laughs> and, and I don't. So right. there you go. Saturday, AFI is performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. show is going to start at 5.30. Tickets are 30 bucks. Avenged Sevenfold and Deftones are at the Mandalay Bay Event Center. Their show is going to start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are $46 to $73. Jimmy Buffett is performing at the MGM Grand. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are $46. And Alice in Chains are at the Pearl of Palms. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $82. Buffalo Hot Nacho. It's popcorn chicken tossed in buffalo sauce, white queso cheese sauce with ranch dressing and other shit that I wouldn't have on it. But, man, that fucking sounds good. I know. I know. I, I honestly shit, wanted to make good. fun of them, but looking at that menu, I was like, wow, this is, how is somebody else not already thought about this? It really is loads. I mean, uh, replace pretty much any form of Americana with, with, whether it be bread or whatever, and, and replace it with nachos. That's what this place is. It's awesome. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. They have a lot of, wow, they have fajitas and all kinds of shit. Oh, I'm here. super, super pumped to try it next time. Really nice. Their logo is bad, though. I won't go there. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for playing Vegas. Let's move on to Vegas deals and more Nacho Daddy talk. <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. In a feeble attempt to save you money in playing, no, it's a it's a good attempt. It's good. We got good shit here. I say I try. We whether whether people actually here. actually utilize it's, the it, well, it's a it's a modest list, but I believe you put forth the effort required to uh, you know call this a segment. Something, yeah, something <laughs> together. Yeah, it's, it's there. <laughs> We're trying to save you money in planning your trip to Vegas and while you're in Vegas. And the first way we can help you do that is by sharing with you a reporting from Las Vegas advisor that if you take a cab to Ellis Island, <laughs> oh, I love Ellis Island, and you show your receipt, you can get reimbursed up to $20 in free slot play. They also round up to the nearest $5, which is cool. Uh-huh. El Cortez offers... Uh-huh. <laughs> Stay clear of the craps game, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, those dice are suspect. Kind of like the Chris Angel positive reviews. <laughs> and it's come full circle. <laughs> El Cortez offers $1 hot dogs and $2 Budweiser's during Sunday football. Barbecue pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> Honey barbecued pulled pork with jalapeno coleslaw and Texas toast. <clears throat> that sounds good. Right? Yes, that sounds really fucking good. And the price is right, too, ten ninety five. See? I have no relationship with them whatsoever. I was, I was just going to say, and, and, and don't start the rumor that we are somehow being paid to, to pimp this out. We are simply going off of our taste buds. Yeah, no, I'm hungry right now, so I just woke up few minutes ago. 
Um, <laughs> Rolled out of bed, turned the mic on, said, let's go. <laughs> I was awoken by the gentle vibration of your text message. <laughs> Which oddly is uh, located right next to your sack. <laughs> yes, yes, it was very nice. And I woke up, no grundling, no grundling. There it was. Uh, which one did you just do? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Blue Man Group, right? Yes. I'm, I'm doing that one. <laughs> Blue Man Group is offer two-for-one tickets to their show at Monte Carlo for locals now until January 31st. Uh, you can order the tickets online, but must show a valid Nevada ID. N- Nevada. Nevada, that's right. Nevada. Somebody's going to fucking crucify me over there. <laughs> Must show a valid Nevada ID when you pick up the tickets. I've never done that either. That's so uncharacteristic of it me. It sounds like you have a dumb accent when you pronounce it that way. Like Nevada. Nevada. No, yeah. it's, I don't know. Nevada. Listen, I didn't fucking create the name, so who am I to I'm say? I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. That's that's why I think the inclination is to go Nevada. Because Nevada, it, it literally sounds like some place like Chicago or Boston where they really emphasize. Make the, the vowels really long. Right, sounding right, new. right. And lastly, New York, New York has a Twitter exclusive deal. You can get rooms starting at $47 per night, as well as two passes to the roller coaster and $50 in free drinks. The deal is good for stays now until April 30th, 2014. Blackout dates do exist. <laughs> of course they do. Why <laughs> they? You can check out all the deals we report on the show at 360VegasDeals.com. And that's going to do it for deals. Let's move on to coming attractions. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Uh, first item for coming attractions this week, Drake is performing at MGM Grand on Friday, November 22nd. That show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets will start at $60. I actually use tickets.accessvegas.com to get our corn tickets. We have some fucking wicked-ass seats. Oh, did you know? Yeah, we got this... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna move forward despite your mocking tone. <laughs> <laughs> it was an Irish accent, Mark. It was. I mean, it was a bad one, but it was there. <laughs> your your efforts are so, always. So welcome. you're saying by default then that anybody with an Irish-ish accent is uh, they have a mocking tone? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. But uh, the cool thing about it is we got to see how the stage configuration was, so then I could figure out exactly where I wanted to sit. It was awesome. I'm psyched. Cool. That's cool. really cool. Yeah. Louis Black is performing at the Mirage Friday and Saturday, November 8th and 9th. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $60. Joe Rogan is performing at the Mirage on Friday, December 27th. That show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets will be 50 bucks. Cedric the Entertainer is performing at the Mirage Sunday and Monday, December 29th and 30th. Show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets start at $66. Ray Romano is performing at the Mirage on Friday and Saturday, November 22nd and 23rd. That show starts at 10 p.m. Tickets will start at $50. The 14th Annual Latin Grammy Awards will be at Mandalay Bay Thursday, November 21st. Show starts at 5 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Steve Miller Band and the Doobie Brothers are performing at the Joint at Hard Rock on Saturday, December 28th. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets will start at $55. Rumor is the Doobie Brothers really enjoy Nacho Daddy. Well, yeah, of course they would. It's the perfect, <laughs> it's the perfect sort of cuisine for, for them. That's a weed joke. <laughs> <laughs> the Pixies are coming to the joint at Hard Rocks Sunday, February 23rd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $37. Where's the Hard Rocks? 
<laughs> is that a new? Is that a new place? Uh, it is. It. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks is performing at the Pearl at Palms on Sunday, January nineteenth. That show starts at eight p.m. Tickets will start at sixty-two dollars. Kelly Clarkson is performing a holiday concert at the Venetian to promote her new Christmas album, Wrapped in Red. That show is going to start at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $55. Is she going to get on stage and show us how fast she can woof down snickerdoodles? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that may have been in poor taste, but that's the nature of our show. <laughs> that has not been confirmed as part of the repertoire, Brian, but we can all, we can all hope. If it's not happening on stage, we can assume it's happening off stage. <laughs> Mama Mia is returning to Vegas, this time at the Tropicana. The Beth production. The production will be the full-length version, not the classic Vegas abbreviated version. Show opens in May. No word yet on show times or ticket prices, and it will likely suffer several delays. <laughs> And lastly, Boys to Men have extended their residency at the Mirage through 2014. Oh, that's exciting. Mm. Mm. <laughs> extended their residency, they have. <laughs> that is how I show enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists who report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. All right, that'll do it for coming attractions. Let's check the river. It's time for another segment of 360 Moneylines Can't Lose Picks of the Week. It's week seven of the NFL season. Took a week off last week, week six. We had to get our minds right. Week five didn't go well for us. It was a rough week. Kind of a tough, tough season to call this year, you know. All the sports books are having record years, and I just want to tell all of them just to kiss my ass. But we're back now, and these picks can't lose. My first pick of week seven, I'm going the New England New York Jets game. This is a rematch they already played in week two. The Patriots defense wreaked all kind of havoc on Geno Smith. He's my boy. But I think the defense is going to give him a lot of trouble. He's made steps. He's taking one step forward, one step back. He doesn't really make much progress. And after New England last week, I think Brady might be back. I think he's pissed off. I'm taking New England minus three and a half uh, against the Jets. Well, my first pick, I'm going to start with my homer pick. And this is probably why I keep losing taking the Browns plus 10. They're going to visit the Green Bay Packers. Glutton for punishment. Glutton for punishment, man. You know what? I was a Brian Hoyer believer, and as soon as I become a believer, he goes down to season-ending injury. So now I'm stuck with Brandon Whedon, and I, I hate watching him. This is despite Brandon Whedon. This is based on the Packers being down their receivers. And I get Rodgers as good as he is. I mean, you're throwing to Jarrett Boykin. I mean, how, how much are you going to be able to move that offense? The Browns actually do have a very good defense, so it's going to be closer than people expect, so I'm going to take the plus 10. That's how bad it is in Cleveland. If only we had Hoyer at quarterback. Uh, I know, right? Wow. <laughs> My second pick, San Francisco at uh, the Tennessee Titans. I'm taking uh, the Niners again, minus 3.5. My scientific way of picking these picks this week was I just looked at them and I went, yeah, that'll cover. It took me about 10 minutes, maybe five, to get these picks. You know, anytime you have the chance to pick against Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think you do it. Exactly. Harvard grads have no business in the NFL. Go run no, Wall Street. Go run Wall no. Street or something. 
All right, my next pick is uh, I got the Bears going to uh, the Washington Redskins. And I have the Bears plus one based on the general premise of the Washington Redskins do not have a defense. Just 11 dudes off the street that are out there just kind of running around in circles. So I'm seeing the Bears going into town, take care of the victory. They got too much offense. Well, at least that's some rationale better than my last pick. Not my last pick, because my last pick is thus. Denver minus six and a half at Indy. Peyton Manning's new team. Goes back to Peyton Manning's old team. There were some uh, comments recently about Peyton and that he's got fired up. He's too classy to say anything back. I think he's just going to go in on the field and light up his old teammates. So I'm taking Denver minus six and a half at Indy. Yeah, I think the Colts defense gets exposed in this one, man. I mean, they've, they've been doing pretty well so far. And it's going to be all of a matchup. But you don't piss off Peyton Manning before he comes comes to play. Come on. No, not good. Don't poke no. a bear. Don't don't poke a bear with a stick. That's exactly right. All right, my last pick. I've got uh, the Cowboys to go into Philadelphia. Uh, they're two and a half point underdogs. I, actually, when I saw this, I was surprised. As uh, potent as that Cowboys offense has been, and all, and all the everyone hates on Romo, but my God, he's having a hell of a year. I gotta say, even with me hating the Cowboys, I'm taking them plus two and a half at Philadelphia. I just don't think Philly can keep up with them. I like that pick. I was making looking at my three games, and I was going to have one in case you and I had any overlap of games because we don't like to pick the same games. And Dallas Philly uh, was my backup game. I like Dallas plus two and a half. I was also shocked that they were getting points. I know it's on the road, and generally, when you're on the road, I think the uh, home team gets uh, I think it's three points if I'm not mistaken. They say home field advantage in the NFL is good for three points. And Vic's out this week. Yep. So, I mean, that's that's. Uh, I like that pick, Chris. I like it. Good deal. Well, I think that's all the picks we got for you guys this week. So, obviously, you know, you pick the same bets that we do, you won't be able to lose. Do so at your own risk. That's it for this week's picks. If you have any comments, suggestions on what the bet should be or anything else related to the show, hit us up on Twitter. We're at 360moneyline, and 360moneyline Gmail is our email address. Yes, thanks for tuning in, and good luck. That segment has just kind of grown into its own monster. This week, <laughs> everybody who's um, who's in the league, they sent out basically what came down to like a USA Today judging of of each lineup for this week, where they you know would talk a little bit about your team and then make fun of you for what it was remarkably entertaining. I, I'm so happy these guys did the fantasy league. Thank you, gentlemen. It's very well done. <laughs> All right, we got a little bit of listener feedback. I will read it as you should, and you can discuss <laughs> amongst yourselves. Um, who is this from? This is from Inga. Inga. Oh, okay. Inga. Yeah, long time listener. Yeah. Mark, not sure why you hate on TI so badly. The rooms are identical to Mirage rooms. The location is excellent, and I personally like that I can get a seat at the Breeze Bar next to my husband to play video poker. When they split from the MGM Mirage, we chose to stay with TI. We'll be seeing fireworks on New Year's Eve there. I know that you and the 500 people, <laughs> even those 500 people, are big on the Cosmo. And, well, we like Cosmopolitan and Planet Hollywood, but we just don't get down that far. I make it to about Ballets and Bellagio, but we spend half of our time downtown at the Nugget. Not that I would go to Senior Frogs. Yeah. You know what? I don't think that we necessarily hate TI, the property. I mean, at least as far as the casino, the hotel kind of a thing. I think I'm just so tremendously disappointed in what Phil Ruffin is doing to the exterior. I mean, it's it's having a theme is really secondary to him it, it's I, I thought that I, I, don't, I don't know I, I honestly think that's that's really what I what I dislike I mean you got to remember TI is the the property that made me fall in love with Vegas 
I just, I don't know. I, I don't like Phil Ruffin. I still think TI is a fantastic location. I like the casino layout. Uh, I think their dining options are getting shittier all the yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say, yeah. I I can offer somewhat of a different opinion on this. The first time I ever went to Vegas was, um, my, it was my very first day, and it was at Treasure Island. And actually, I think it was probably in the early to mid-90s, not too long after it opened. It was very, very new. Mm-hmm. I couldn't gamble at the time because I was young, but that didn't matter. I still remember the trip really well. I remember that having always been a lifelong Disney fan, I loved the theming, and I thought it was really cool. And I felt like the last time that we were there, and actually you you and I and Angela were, were kind of taking a, a walk on the strip, and we went there, and I it, I think the word that I, I can think of that best describes how I feel about it now is it feels just kind of cheesy. Yes. Um, it's It just feels tacky. It doesn't have that kind of alluring theme that it used to. It, it You know, it used to feel very unique and special, and now it just feels really cheesy. And um, I think it really devalues great potential, and, and the theme that they have started, yeah, he's kind of just ruined it. Yeah, it, it would be similar to if somebody bought Disney, and started to just, you know, plug in Starbucks and in, in, in major landmarks there. You know, like you go Actually, to the Mon- that might be around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they're not going to plug it into the side of the castle. You know, they're not going to. No, right, right, right. It, it's that's what I mean. It's like this is a property that had that could have been very true to to a theme, and I and I really hoped that Phil Ruffin was going to embrace that, and instead he's just. It just completely disregarded it. I mean, you, you that property could literally be named Las Vegas Casino, and because that's that's about as much attention to detail regarding that theme as, as he's paid. So that's really my only disappointment with it. I mean, the casino, yes, it's still a fine casino. It's still got great rooms, some of the most comfortable beds I've ever slept in in Vegas, and a, a, a great location as far as viewing the strip if you get the right location room. Location is prime. Yeah, absolutely. but um, just disappointed in Phil Ruffin, really. Yeah, and I, I think the the other thing that came to mind was it's almost as if he just it's it's like a cheap knockoff of what TI used to be. Yes, very much. Yes, yep. yes. That's what it feels like. Yep. So that's why we hate. Well, she she called you on it, but that's why we hate on TI. Yeah. It's just disappointing. So anyway, that's going to do it for this week's show, episode one away. Thank you guys very much for downloading, listening, and tolerating us yet for another week. If you'd like to take a look at any of the articles to, we have links for all those all the the news stories that we referenced on this week's show <laughs> you were gonna say shit weren't you <laughs> i was yes i was <laughs> you know me so well <laughs> you can do that on our blog that's 360vegaspodcast.com if you'd like to send us an email you can do that at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com also on the blog you can find links to all our social media outlets feel free to check those out and uh, don't forget you can support the show very easily by going to the blog clicking on the amazon banner if you're going to make an amazon purchase i just did it yesterday so mm. Yes. So that's going to do it. Again, episode 108. Thank you guys very much for listening, downloading. We appreciate it every week. Always the highlight of my week, sir, hanging out with you for an hour and trying to make each other laugh while we talk it's, about Vegas. Yes, it was, a, it was a good time. Always. It was a good time. I always uh, enjoy myself speaking, conversing with you. <laughs> um, my, my poor attempts to be funny hopefully uh, made somebody laugh. I know they made you laugh, and that's usually enough for me. That, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah.